Hi, uh, my name is Cecilia and welcome to my podcast. If you're listening to me, I'd like to say welcome again and thank you. And today is a Wednesday. It's a beautiful day outside. I'm actually just seated in my house looking outside and I'm like, wow, it looks so nice, so bright, so shiny. But I know in real sense that people were actually, if I was actually outside right now, maybe doing errands or work things, I'd be complaining about how hot it is. But yeah, from where I'm seated right now, that's one of the things I'm really appreciating, how beautiful it looks outside. I hope you guys are well. I hope you guys have gone back to work. You're seeing things are slowly picking up, picking up. So I hope things are also going in a positive direction for you guys if you're listening to me. And today I wanted to talk about things that I feel guilty or shit about as a small business owner. I know... I don't know how many people would admit these things publicly, but <laughs> I just thought, you know, the, the, one of the reasons why I started this podcast is to be very honest about my experience and some of the things that I've gone through and also be honest about some of the feelings that I have as a small business owner. Uh, in case this is the first time you're listening to me and you're like, who is this person and what do I do? I've been self-employed since June 2014 and to date and i'm in the printing and branding industry that means my company deals with producing marketing materials like flyers brochures business card letterheads or promotional items like branded cups branded mugs branded hoodies for corporate organizations that's what i've been doing and even before i became self-employed i worked in a company that used to do i i was a sales I was a salesperson in the company that used to do printing and branding. So I've been in this industry for a while. Um, so yes, um, I want to <laughs> I want to talk about some some of the things that I feel guilty or shit about. And yeah, I don't know. I would like to really know if you guys relate to me. Am I just me who lives in my own bubble? <laughs> and. I'm an overthinker. That's one thing I'll just put out there. I overthink everything. And I know people like throw the word overthinking and stuff like that. Like it's a joke. But people who are close to me know. Because sometimes I explain to them scenarios and they just look at me like, okay, you have gone so far. Like, please come back to earth. That's how bad it is for me. And I don't know where it even came from. I don't know even where this overthinking thing came from. But I, I clearly remember like when I was employed, if you've listened to my previous uh, podcast, the last one, where I talk about the things about my industry that like challenges of working in the printing and branding industry. I think I picked it up from there when I was still employed because I noticed I used to be very anxious when I was employed because of the pressure that used to get from clients and pressure to meet targets and all that stuff. And I also think I used to overthink a lot because immediately work is not delivered by a certain time or when I notice that the project will not be due in time, I start panicking on behalf of the client. And in my head, I start thinking, oh my God, this client is going to blacklist us. They're never going to give us work again. I'm not, I'm not going to be able to meet my targets. And I think that's where it started because if I think about my life prior, like when I was even when I was in my previous job, which where I worked as a salesperson for a tourism firm, I really never used to overthink. I was actually very easy. And prior to that, when I was in campus, I, I never overthought anything. Like, I was just okay. But 
I clearly remember having the feelings of being anxious, on edge, easily, um, like on edge and overthinking. Immediately I started the printing, working in the printing and branding industry because everything is always due. Everything is always like needed now, 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 now. I was like, ah! like what is going on? So I can clearly remember having those feelings once I started working in the printing and branding industry. And I think it's just how the industry is or people are just like that. But you never really realize how these things actually impact your life. It's just that now that I'm older and I sit back and look at it, I can clearly see where I picked up some habits, like being very anxious and worrying. And I remember my best friend, uh, her name is Linda, and... She, I remember she once worked for a company that she didn't like. Hi, Linda. And I remember she even lost weight while working for that company. And she was not like this. This is someone I've known for 10 years. And I have never once see, seen her sad. I haven't even seen her cry. I haven't even seen her, I've even seen her crying. She's always bubbly and happy. And she's just, and she's actually the funniest person I've ever met. Like, she used to make me laugh so much. Okay, she still makes me laugh, but she's like in campus, she, I used to just, she's the funniest person I know to date. The person who's like made me really laugh and I'm like, what? That was funny. She's just a hilarious character. So I've never actually seen her sad, you know, or down or what. Even if she's down, she really doesn't show it as such. And she worked this job and I saw a clear shift in her personality. She was, she really didn't like the job. She like, she was just not herself. She was not her bubbly self. And I remember we used to have this discussion, like you really need to leave this company. And luckily she now works for a better company, way better company. And I remember she even lost weight when she was working in this previous company. So uh, I'm glad right now she's no longer in that company or working in that office but looking back at it right now i'm like yes be very careful also of your office environment it's where you spend like almost all your like half your day for every day except for maybe sunday or saturday on sunday for companies that don't work on saturday so also be careful about your office environment because you can pick up habits or pick up things that you didn't previously have. I always feel the work environment, not all work environments are positive. Some can make you more anxious, more on edge. I was also having this discussion with someone else called, with my friend, a new friend I've made called Joanne. And she she was telling me like, because they, are, they were working from home and she's in this what is it called she's in this um whatsapp group because guys were working from home so you're receiving messages on your whatsapp group and stuff like that like every time she hears her phone ring her mind just feels like oh, oh my god like in your head just it's not you're not eager to see what is on your phone because you just know it's a work thing and it's and you know it, it's always putting you on edge and it is possible that can happen that is actually happening to people out here so be very careful of your work environment. Some of these work environments actually are not good for your mental health. And I think it's important to recognize that and maybe make steps to moving from that place 
and maybe finding a better work environment and also for employ employers please ensure that your office is a great work environment you know just don't be there for people to meet targets are, is are people comfortable in working in your office you know do they enjoy working in the office um Another thing is funny enough I've been having these conversations about work environments. So there is another person who is a graphic designer who I work with and when they are when I get maybe uh people who want a graphic designer he's a person I usually refer I refer him to my to clients or people who are interested with working with him because his specialty is actually doing designing of books and stuff like that. He can do everything but we worked in the same office for 3 years and he's an excellent like graphic designer especially when it comes to books, booklets and doing all that stuff and he's really quick. And I referred him to a job that someone told me about and therefore I told him, "Hey, there's this job go and do there." And one of the things he actually pointed out when he went to this company is that the owner would talk shit to his customer to, not to his customer sorry to his employees and he made a remark like this guy said something like oh take a photo of these ugly people right here and he was just like okay <laughs> because he was taking photos which will go into a, i think booklet or something and it's things like that like like be conscious of your work environment and you know be aware because i noticed that about myself i picked up a negative trait from my office and anyone can pick a negative trait from a work environment anyway i feel like i've really moved away from my point but i hope you understand what i'm saying so um so yes let's go back to it things i feel guilty about as a small business owner um number 1 uh okay i should also note that uh, in case you don't know i've also i started working from home officially from august of this year i closed my office due to everything that was going on with covid became very difficult to maintain my house rent and my office rent and business had not even business is not picked up yet and therefore i was just like you know what sold most of my things closed my office and now i work from home so these are things i'm feeling guilty about as a small business person working from home but sometimes even prior even prior to working from home something some some of these things i still used to feel shit or guilt about and please don't judge me these are my feelings and i'm i'm this is my experience so if you have a different experience it's fine and you might not probably relate to it and you might be like this chick is just like like extra or whatever no i'm being very honest this is how i feel and i just thought i should share my experience because one of the reasons one of my goals on starting this podcast is being very honest about my experience and some of the things that i go through as a small business person it's not easy um yeah uh so <laughs> let's go straight into it number 1 uh things i feel guilty about seeing people going to work in the morning <laughs> yes so this is my schedule now that i work from home i noticed that i needed us to follow like a routine uh so i wake up i wake up before 7 sometimes most of the times before 7 like 6:30 i'm usually already up and i 
work out from i always ensure a must i work out every single day except for thursday and sometimes saturday and sunday but when i have the energy i can work out on saturday so but i give myself an off on thursday and sunday those are the days i don't work out i don't work out for my physical health for my physical like my body i work out for my mental health i found out that when when during in may i think in may or june there's a time i took a break from working out i used to immediately we got into guys were told to work from home and self isolate i actually like in april i just started working out at least three times three times in a week but then i stopped like in june and at that point i remember very clearly i was very anxious because of work I was anxious because I had not even closed my office. I had not paid my office rent from March. We were in April. I had a client who had not paid me from 2019 and at that time they had already closed their office and I didn't know whether they were going to open and then I'm just like okay. and it's also a hotel in case you've I did an episode here I think two or three episodes back talking about a client who stayed with my payment for 7 months. And yes, so this company was a hotel and I kept seeing on the news hotels are closing and I'm thinking shit this company is going to close with my money and already I owe like my building my building I owe them money that I've not paid luckily they were understanding but still all those thoughts I just got me to a point I was very stressed I remember one of the days just sitting in my room at the edge of the bed and just crying because I was like this is hard this is so hard like oh my god what am i going to do and one of the things i remember i stopped doing during that time was working out i was like i didn't work out i didn't even have the energy to work out or move my body in any way at all and i noticed i spend a lot of time just thinking thinking because there was no work coming in work was okay work was coming in but very little like one job in a month and I remember uh I decided you know what I will just work out and when I work out in the morning once I'm after my 30 minute workout I go to YouTube uh the I go to YouTube on a channel called Pop Sugar Fitness I just pick one random one for 30 minutes and that's what I, how I work out and I remember I told myself when I work out once I'm done after the cool down I will take time to do the they're called what those deep breaths like breathing in through your nose out through your mouth and i will set my intention for the day i will tell myself that i will not worry about things that are beyond my control saying it is one thing doing it is a totally different thing but i've noticed over the months it's, it's really helped and i also set my intentions for that day i say it out loud that this is what i want to do i also remember to be grateful because i remember at that time when i'm complaining like oh like i don't know where i'll get money for the office i don't know where I'll, like i don't know how the next month will be business is down in that moment when i was getting overwhelmed with all these negative thoughts one thing i forgot is that at least there was a client one client was actually giving me work enough work to be able to do shopping for my house and pay for my rent and i forgot to be grateful for the so small things that i actually have food clothes and shelter that i have family and that i have a, like like sometimes my mom would come to my house and she'd be like oh yeah i brought you these few things to help you 
Like I forgot to be grateful for those things. And therefore, when I work out, that is my goal. It's for my mental health and I always set my intention, always in the morning. So uh, I feel like I've gotten carried away <laughs> again. Anyway, yes. So I was talking about my schedule. I wake up 7 to 7.30, I work out, or 7.30 to 8, I work out. And when I work out, I never open my curtains. By the way, my curtains are usually closed. I just work out here so that I don't have to see people going to the office because i don't know why i feel I, it just makes me feel bad i'm always like you know what these people are going to the office where they're going to focus from eight to five and me i'm just here in the house yes i have a to-do list of things i need to do but you know maybe i'm not going to be productive like i don't know why i keep telling i keep thinking like i will not i'm not as productive when i'm in the house compared to the people who are going to the office i don't know why i have that comparison in my head i don't know why and when prior to when before covid and we used to go to the office i used to feel bad when i leave my house late like i see people going by 7 30 they are walking by 8 they are walking me i'm leaving my house sometimes at 9 <laughs> going to the office and that used to make me feel bad because i'm like i need to do better if i was employed i used to tell myself if i'm employed i would be in the office by 8 30 and I'd leave the office by, by five. But now that I work for myself, I'm being lazy by leaving the house at nine. And, you know, and so I'd find myself compensating. Now, instead of leaving the office maybe at six or seven, some, most of the time, like when I was working the office, I'd leave my, when I was still going to my office, I'd leave the office like at 6.30, 7, to compensate for that time that I left in the house, like to compensate for leaving the house or getting to the office late. I know it sounds ridiculous. <laughs> I know. I know you might be listening to this and just rolling your eyes. You're like, what has this chick smoked? Yes, I feel guilty. And so one of the things I do when I'm working out is not open my curtains. So I hear people passing, but I don't have to see people passing. And I focus on my workout. And yeah, it's it's strange, but that makes me feel like I just feel like maybe I need to be doing more. Maybe I, should, I need to wake up earlier. So by the time people are crossing, going to work, maybe that's the time I'm working. I know it sounds ridiculous, but yeah. <sighs> Second thing I feel guilty about. Um, I don't like, and this is not even in regards to working from home. It's even when I was still employed. I don't like when people tell me how much money other people are making. I don't like it at all. Because I feel like it makes me focus on someone else's journey and I start comparing myself and I start feeling like probably I'm not doing enough because I tend to feel like that a lot. I tend to feel like I'm not doing enough. I need to do more. And the people closest to me are always looking at me like, okay, you're, you're, you're doing enough. There was a time I actually suffered from burnout because I used to work every single time, whether I'm sick, whether I'm okay, I just used to work. Sometimes I didn't even have things to do, but I'm just working. Like I tend to find things to do. And yeah, I just don't like when, like recently someone was telling me that this person that we know that they're making X amount of money and it was like a big amount. And I'm like, okay, why are you telling me this? I just don't like being told that someone is making X amount of money because especially it doesn't matter whether they're in, in my industry or not, but I feel it 
especially maybe someone who's in the same industry as me, it makes me even feel worse because I'm like, what are they doing that I'm not doing? What are they doing that they're getting more sales and I'm not? You know, I start asking myself those questions and I'm like, am I doing enough? Am I putting myself out there enough? Am I following up on clients enough? And sometimes I look back and I'm like, yeah, I'm doing enough. Then I'm like, so what is it that they are doing that I'm not doing? And then I end up feeling like I'm not doing enough. And then I start stressing myself and I'm like, oh, I'm lazy. <sighs> yeah. <laughs> I know whoever is listening to this is just like, their eyes are just like, okay, girl, like chill the fuck out. <laughs> yes. So yes, don't tell me how much money people are making. I don't want to know. I want to focus on my path and I don't want to compare because if I start, it's out, it's human nature to compare. It's human nature. Whether we like it as much as people are like said, put all these memes saying, oh, don't compare, don't do what. It's human nature to compare. So I really don't like, I just want to focus on my path. Like if they're doing good, great. Like I don't feel bad that other people are doing good. No, I don't feel bad. I'm actually happy. Just don't tell me, don't come and tell me, oh, you know, so-and-so is making this amount of money. Because that will just make me automatically start comparing myself. And that's what I'm avoiding to do. Yeah. Um, the third thing I feel guilty about. So these things that I'm feeling guilty about them or they make me feel like shit as a small business person is when a job goes to, uh, not per se, a comp- yeah, let's say to a competitor or a different supplier. This one is not as bad, especially if it's a company that is fair. I don't feel bad about it. But like recently, uh, I was doing a quotation for a client and I did a quotation and I was sure I was going to do the job, but I later found out that the job was done by someone else. And I was like, they're not going to charge any different from what I was charged. I don't know why they decided to work with someone else. People have different reasons. But I remember that made me feel so bad because, like I said, back to my other point, I start asking myself, what am I not doing? Was my price good? And I tend to ask, especially with clients I'm very comfortable with, I ask them, like, is it my price? Because I remember this once I did, uh, I, I did, okay, I've done this many times, but this this time I was sitting down with this client and they were telling me that they're giving me this job and not these other jobs. No, actually they told me I didn't get the job, but they were giving me another job. And I remember asking them, was my price bad? She was like, actually your price was not bad, but we needed this, this and this. And I like knowing why I don't get a job. And if you're in the printing and branding industry, you know it's very competitive. Literally you can lose a job to a client over two shillings. Two, two shillings. A flyer, you've quoted 20 bob, someone has quoted 19, or someone else has quoted 18.25. <laughs> that person with 18.25 will get the job and you won't. And yeah, that makes me feel bad because I'm always like, uh, you know, am I doing enough? Did, should I quote lower? Which sometimes I'm like, no, bitch, no, you're not going to quote lower because that you want to get the job. Because sometimes, honestly... In our industry, there's a tendency to really reduce the price where you're actually making nothing just because you want to do the job. And that has been a big issue in our industry. I, I don't know if I don't know if in the printing and branding industry, maybe if you're listening to me and you don't know, but sometimes I've had like there are times you you do a quote for a client and you give them the price. And let's say, for example, a roller banner we charge ten thousand five, a heavy base roller banner we charge ten thousand five hundred plus VAT. And someone 
you hear someone charge like like you hear, oh no not you hear you send the quote to the client and then the client is like oh we've got someone who's charging us 6500 you're like who's this charging people 6500 like why are you ruining the market price and i think in the printing industry they there aren't standard prices for things which i wish there were i wish people in the printing industry would come together and talk because there are people who give prices and you're like yo you're spoiling the price like because you're no level you cannot quote for that job at that price and 65 if i'm being very honest is very low literally there's nothing you're making there but there's someone who will quote for that price to just get the job and i'm always like that's not right you know like maybe there should be standard prices of things like the way you go to the supermarket and milk is 50 ikenda sana 49 48 but you never find it at 30 it's always like at 50, 48 49 50 48 49 50 there needs to be that in the printing industry. So yeah, when I lose job to clients, to suppliers, I, it always makes me question whether I am doing enough. Am I pricing the right thing? Am I like, it just makes me question myself a lot. And sometimes depending with the, not every time, depending with the job and depending with the client, sometimes I'm always like, mm, maybe I should have done this. Maybe I should not have, maybe I should have done this. Maybe I should have changed it. There are times I don't feel guilty at all. Like, I'm just like, you know what? It's fine. Especially when you find someone has given like an extremely low price. I'm always like, okay, so I give that person. And in most cases, I actually don't feel bad. It's more like a 70, 30 thing. And I'm sometimes depending with, I don't know, I'm repeating myself, but yes, the feeling does come sometimes. And it comes back to me and I start questioning myself. I've repeated myself there a bit too much. Next point is, uh, next thing that makes me feel guilty is, as a small business person, is this one I'll start with a story. <laughs> and I feel it's just accumulative of all these points. So my mom called me, when was it, sometime last week. And she told me like, oh, hi. Uh, so she... <laughs> My mom is sneaky. So she, she first tells you these other things and then she kind of like slips in the things she wanted to ask you. So she's like, oh, so um, I wanted to know whether you want a job because like in these NGOs and stuff like that because I am applying or she, um, someone, is, someone is asking around and she wants to know whether she can give out my name and something like that. I didn't understand clearly. And I was like, no, 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 I'm okay, I'm fine. Like, business is slowly picking up. We are, business is, like, business is now slowly coming back. She's like, okay, fine, that's fine. And that's it. And I remember I cut the call and I was like, yeah. Like, I didn't think anything about it. But hours later, I started feeling really bad. And then I was having this conversation with with someone and I was, they were like, I was telling them that I'm not feeling good. Like, like I feel really low. And I don't know why I'm feeling low. And therefore, we were discussing and then, I remembered having that conversation with my mom and she, and then uh, he was like, maybe that's why you're feeling low because no, it hit me. Like maybe that's why I was feeling low because I had like, I felt like my ability had been questioned and I know she, my mom is ever caring, ever, ever looking out for us. And I know she meant it with the best intent. It's just that, what comes to my mind is that I remember asking myself, like, am I doing enough? Again, same thing. Am I doing enough? Because I will explain something. When I started working for myself in June 2014, um, one of my biggest challenges was convincing my parents 
not actually like I felt like I need to convince my parents that I can do this. I can be self-employed and I wouldn't need their need them to support me because I know their biggest for any parent, for any parent out there, their concern is that I hope my child can be able to sustain themselves and they won't need me every single time. Like they have a job, they can pay for their transport, they can pay for their rent. Every parent wants that for their child. And I saw my parents wanted that for me. But now this is me saying the way I want to work for myself. And they're looking at me like, eh, are you sure? And I remember my mom during that time, 2014, 2015, she really pushed me to apply for my master's degree, which I did. I applied for my master's at UN in project management in 2015. I had postponed it for a long time because she always used to be like, you need to go to UN and take the forms and apply for your master's. And I'm like, yeah, I'll go, I'll go, I'll go. One day I came back from, from work. I just found she had brought the papers. She was like, here are the forms, fill them. You apply for, <laughs> for, I'm going to pay. You go to school and do your master's. So it got to a point she really pushed me. She actually, I didn't have a choice but to apply for my master's. But I get her concern. And she kept saying is that with your master's, then when you apply for jobs in these big companies, you can be able to move up the rank. Because I don't, I think there's this notion like when you have your, like in, I think people, there are some organizations, I don't know if it's government organizations where you're paid more depending with how much you have how much you like an undergraduate person and a diploma person and a phd person would not be paid the same salary just because of going to school and i think that's what she wanted she was like you know to prepare yourself even as you're applying for these jobs you know now you have a master's degree yeah so i remember that time one of my biggest goals was really like convincing my parents that i can do this by myself and immediately i got the first job if you've listened to my podcast where I talk about, it's my second episode, how I started my company. That for me, that even shocked my parents. I won't even lie because I just told my mom, I've gotten this LPO. It's this amount. So my mom is like, cause it was a big job. And my mom was looking at me like, what? They didn't have the money to give me to do the money to do the job, but I had figured out everything. I had the job with the LPO. I had figured out, I had gotten someone to give me the money to do the job. I did the job and I remember the day for the delivery because we delivered that work as one go. That work was so much. We needed a truck, a covered truck. And we hired a truck that came packed at home full of the marketing materials because that truck was leaving the next day for Mombasa road. And I remember, um, my, 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 my dad's close friend or someone from the family was like, wait, this is your daughter's job? And they were shocked. And even my mom's, my mom was just like, I can't believe that you've, you got this job. Like she kept looking at me like, what? And I think that is when I was able to convince them. Like, I think that's when they saw, like, I can be able to do it by myself. Like I am capable. And yeah. And so when my parents, when my mom asked me whether I want a job recently, I was just like, is it that you feel that I'm not capable of, like, I wouldn't be able to survive this COVID now that I'm working from home, I've closed the office. And it made me question myself a lot and made me ask myself, am I doing enough again? Am I doing enough as a small business owner? Should I do more? Because I really feel like I'm doing, okay, sometimes I feel like I'm doing a lot, but also I'm like, I can do more. But yes, so, uh, but also I'm like, 
which more is this? Because I'm also the kind of person who I just don't want to do more for the sake of doing more. I want to do more with a direction, knowing that it's something I can do consistently. For example, I can put up an episode every Thursday and I can be able to put an IGTV every Monday. That is something I have committed to and I can be consistent with. So sometimes I'm always like, oh, can I do two episodes, two podcast episodes in a week? As in, I always ask myself, can I do it? Am I capable of doing it? And yeah, so I don't know if other small business owners feel the, the same way I'm feeling. But yes, those are the four things that I feel guilty or sometimes make me feel like shit. <laughs> make me feel down, make me question myself. The self-doubt like creeps in, like shows its head. It's like, yo, what's up? What's up, Cecilia? You know? So I don't know if anyone else experiences this. And yeah, I would really like to know. I've still not figured, by the way, about the comment section with this podcast. Like I'm 19 episodes in and I've still not figured the comment section. And so, yeah. But you can leave it on the IGT, on our Instagram page. Uh, at mbl underscore podcast you can leave it there but i remember when i was uploading i think the second or third episode i saw someone had left a comment so i, I know it's kept it's possible to leave a comment on the podcast um yeah so you can leave a comment questions whatever tell me if i'm crazy or you people feel the exact same way i feel and like i say these are my feelings that's how i feel you might choose to believe me you might not choose to believe me but it is me who lives with these things and I think I will end this uh, episode by saying be careful of your work environment because I think I've had, I think, three, four discussions with people regarding their work environments the past couple of weeks. So be careful of your work environment. Protect your mental health. Notice the things that you're changing about yourself in your working environment. Notice the things about your job that are making you change who you are as a person, especially if it's going towards the negative direction. Remember, this is a, your office environment is somewhere you're spending hours in. That means 8 to 5 or 9 to 5, you're in that office 7, not 7 days a week, 6 days a week, sometimes 5 days a week. So keep note of those things and do your best to either, if it's a, it's a very toxic workplace, you can choose to make, you can choose to move. Or if you're maybe a business owner and you're listening to this, maybe put things in place to ensure that your employees are happy and that they are okay and that they are fine mentally. You know, it's a tough time. This is a tough, this is a tough, 2020 has been a tough year. Really, we don't need a tough work environment. Things are already hard, you know. So, yeah, uh, thank you so much for listening and please follow us on Instagram, please, at mblmangobananalemon underscore podcast. Bye.